All right, we're going to continue on in our Jesus with uh, sermon series in John chapter 4. This is the last week of this series, uh, and next week I'll start a new series in the book of Isaiah uh, for a while. But this is John chapter 4, starting at, at verse 7. Jesus is in a region called Samaria and uh, runs into this uh, well where people come and get their water. Remember, this is a very hot region. So there's well water here. And in verse 7, a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as he did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. And Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You're right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the, this word, the word of your gospel. We pray that it would be spoken to not just our ears, but our hearts. Make our hearts soft and responsive. We pray that we would drink deeply from your well of living water this morning. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Last week, we spoke about Nicodemus in the chapter immediately preceding this. And uh, it's important to sort of keep in mind how that conversation goes, where Nicodemus comes as an admirer, and Jesus bats aside his admiration and demands that Nicodemus see him for who he really is, and not just admire him, but believe in him, trust him, love him. And his response to this woman will be profoundly different. They're juxtaposed in the Gospel of John, Nicodemus and this woman at the well. Jesus does something here that is profoundly offensive uh, and sketchy, is the best way to describe it. In Jesus' day and culture, men did not speak privately with women. It was not allowed. It was viewed as inherently sexual. 
And so they thought uh, that this should just be avoided or any appearance of this should be avoided. And not only Jesus speaking to a woman privately, he's speaking to a Samaritan woman. Jews hate Samaritans because many, 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 many years back, Samaritans used to be Jews and they intermarried with invading opposition pagan forces. So they're, they're betrayers. And Jews would even go so far as to walk around this region so they wouldn't have to set foot in Samaritan soil. So Jesus is talking privately with a woman from Samaria. And he meets her at the well by himself. He sends his disciples off and he has this conversation. He asks this woman for water because the Gospel of John tells you it's the middle of the day. And that should tip you off if you're reading closely because you don't go to the well to get water in the middle of the day. It is hot. These are big jars. They are heavy jars. This work is done in the beginning of the day, in the cool of the day, or at the evening. It is not done in the middle of the day. So he is there alone for a reason. Nobody goes to do this in the middle of the day. That's stupid. But here is this woman. She is there retrieving her water also. And so Jesus begins this conversation, and he starts talking about things that she doesn't understand right away. And this is very similar to Nicodemus's conversation. But Jesus initiates it. He says, give me some water. And he then says, if you knew who I was, you should ask me to give you water, living water. And she sort of like looks down at the well and looks at his empty hands and says, how are you going to, you need me. I don't need you to get water. And then Jesus says, look, I've got I've got a a good deal for you. If you would come and ask me, I would give you water that never runs out. And this woman has to go every day to carry the burden of her water back to town in the heat of the day. And she's like, that sounds great. I would definitely like water that never runs out. And he says, I'll give you kind of water that leaps out like a geyser. That's the image he uses in the language. It just springs out to, to overflowing. And she says, how do I get it? And Jesus says, go and bring your husband. And this is where the tone shifts in the conversation. She says, I don't have a husband. And Jesus shows that he knows exactly who she is. And he says, yeah, you're right. You've had five of them. And the man you're living with is not your husband. And now at this moment in the story, we fully understand why she is here at the well in the middle of the day, by herself. She is profoundly unclean. She's been rejected by her village. She has been shamed. Whether she herself is ashamed and staying away from people, or whether the people of the village have made clear that she is not welcome, she has been passed on from relationship to relationship and is currently living with a man who is not her husband. And Jesus knows it. He knows her. And the woman does what I would do. She pivots hard. (laughs) She says, uh, pretty self-evidently, I perceive that you're a prophet. No joke. Good job. Yes, he's a prophet. Now let me give you this theological question so that we don't talk about the thing that you just said about who my husband is or is not. 
And she brings up this controversy between the Samaritans and the Jews about whose worship of God is correct and which mountain to worship. And Jesus sort of entertains it and says that God is of spirit and there's a day coming when people will be able to worship him in spirit and in truth and the mountains won't matter anymore. And the woman says, yeah, one day when Messiah comes. And Jesus very bluntly says, it's me. 